Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, I'm on YouTube today. I think this episode is going to go on YouTube. My my facial hair is growing back. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, when I look back at this and I start editing it, I, I don't get disgusted with myself. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. Uh, a lot of good, really good headlines to get to today. I do want to catch you up. This is my my usual thing this time of the podcast. I got to catch you up on the weird shit that happens in my life. And last night, I'm going to bed and, you know, things are pretty typical. It's the end of the, the weekend and we're just like, oh, okay, whoo. You know, it's been a good good weekend. Nothing too crazy happens. And all of a sudden, our cat, yes, our cat, just jumps into our bed and just is like looking around like, what the fuck? What is happening? And I'm like, whoa, what the shit? He wasn't getting chased by the dog. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a ghost. Then I look at him and I'm like, nope, not a ghost. He's got poop hanging out of his butt. Yes, okay, I know, real quick, bear with me. And I'm like, oh, gross. So I grab it. What I obviously get Kleenex. I'm not going to grab it with my bare hands. That's disgusting. Anyway, so my wife gives me a Kleenex. I grab it and pull it out. And then I realize, ooh, there's some there's some more stuff on there. But he ran away. Long and short of it, we track him down. And my wife kind of holds him down nicely. And I pull up his tail. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot more than I thought it was. It was like a piece of string or like a garland or something like that. That was like from a toy or something. I don't know where it came from. It looked like maybe like a part of my daughter's pom-pom. I don't know, but it was in his ass. So I had to pull it out. And (laughs) my wife's trying not to throw up. I'm trying not to laugh. And it was disgusting. So that's how my night ended last night, which was fun. Uh, I haven't done that before. So he's happy now. Happy as can be. We were wondering why he wasn't eating yesterday. Apparently, he can't eat because he had an upset stomach because he ate something he wasn't supposed to. Fucking gross. And another reason. Guys, if you're going to get an animal, know what kind of shit can happen. This type of shit can happen. Uh, You know what else is fun? Is football is back, which means you can hear great play-by-play like this. You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's play that again because maybe you just didn't catch it. You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Yep. First of all, do you think the so that was the commentator that was says the the color commentator that said that, and and then the guy that says yeah is probably the play by play guy. So he's the lead guy. Do you think he actually was listening to what <laughs> the guy was saying? Like, because how do you not laugh? Like, I imagine everybody in the booth was just like, what the fuck did he just say? Are you kidding me? You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, I just hiccuped. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, you're welcome for that. You're welcome. That's so, so stupid. But you know what? It's kind of like what I do here. Sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, oh, why did I say that? That's dumb. These guys are a lot more straight laced, though, and, and they can't. Basically, you can't really have a sense of humor. I mean, some guys 
do, but it's not like real sense of humor. I guess I could praise Mark Schlereth. I, he is kind of that goofy, but still, it's still not 100% his personality because he has to walk a fine line. When you say something like that, how does everybody around you not burst into laughter? You're like, dude, you just said a guy's come. You, you like it when a guy comes in your face. And then, then the other guy was just like, yeah, sure as shit do. <laughs> you have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's going on that guy's demo tape. You're welcome, sir. Uh, if you need the audio, let me know. I don't, I don't even know. I think it was the Browns game. But anyway, hey, let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is always funny to me. TikToker, this is the problem with TikTok and social media. One of the many problems is you can just say whatever the fuck you want and nobody really fact checks you. Or, and, and by that time, if, if anybody does fact check you, the, the, the damage has been done. It's like politics. You can come out there and say whatever the fuck you want. And whether it's true or not, a, a good chunk of people are going to believe you. Well, in this situation, the TikToker Slack D Stacked, which is kind of a cool n- name. He, that's his handle. I think it's a guy. I'm not really sure. On Twitter, that's his handle. Or TikTok, excuse me. He, they think they caught Chipotle skimping on the amount of food they're, they're putting in the online orders. But I will tell you this. This, this video has gone viral and they've written several articles about it. Here's the thing. Based on the video that they posted, that this individual posted, it looks right. As somebody that worked at Chipotle for right around three years and, and I was in lower management, and they did want me to be assistant GM when, when I was just like, I, I don't even want to be here, guys. I just want to go work in radio full time. This is just a paycheck. But they still wanted me to be assistant GM. Anyway, anyway, here's what a lot of people don't really understand is food portions. A lot of times when you order food at Chipotle, the person on tortillas, that's the person that starts the order. There's usually two people on the actual line then the cashier. So the person that starts your order is the person on tortillas. And then obviously the other position is salsas. So the person that is portioning your your meat, your your rice, a lot of times, and I'll get to the CEO of Chipotle and what, what he said as well. And it's funny because he said this. I didn't realize he said this. And, and like I was already thinking about this story prior and we're on the same wavelength. But basically what happens is when you're working on the line and you're dealing with customers that are right in front of you, live customers right in front of you, not the online order, a lot of times you feel the pressure as the person on tortillas to give them a little extra because people are dicks, right? That's what it comes down to. A lot of other people in the corporate world will be like, oh, you feel a little pressure. You know, you got the customer in your face and you don't, you know, you don't want to be mean or you know, skimp them. No, the thing is, is customers are assholes and they think they de- deserve more. And we're, we're a, what is that? A gluttonous society. And we want more food, more meat. Ugh, I need to get fatter. <laughs> like, no guys, portion control. Listen, I, I'm a hypocrite when it comes to diet. Trust me. I, I can tell you how to lose weight. 
doesn't mean that, that I'm going to do it. Uh, my white weight fluctuates constantly. But here's the thing. So going back to that is a lot of times the, the person on tortilla feels the pressure of, of people staring at them and judging them and being a, just a dick to them. So they give them a little extra meat. And overall, that's really bad. And that's the downside of having a, a food set up like a Chipotle, like a Subway and stuff like that is where the, the customer can see you making the food. While that is kind of a neat thing, usually, uh, you know, if they keep it clean, it just makes it look, it, it makes you feel good as the customer. But the prob- downside is the customer is peering over and they think they know what the proper portion is. Because I don't know how many times that happened to me. They're like, that's all you're going to give me? I'm like, well, that's what we're supposed to give you. Well, I want more. Well, you're going to have to pay for more. Where's your manager? I am the manager. <laughs> like, people get mad. But as a customer, you think you know what's right, what what's supposed to be. But the thing is, is a lot of times you don't. So this person is trying to slam Chipotle for skimping on the food, but they're actually doing it properly. Now, the Chipotle CFO, Jack Hart, Harting, I don't know, Hartung, I don't know how to say his name, was at a conference and it was talking about online ordering. And online ordering kind of started right around when I was there and I was leaving. But what he was saying is online ordering has actually caused the chain to be more consistent with the portion sizes. And this is what he said. Our portion sizes are much more consistent because there's not somebody pointing at every single pan. The crew will see just the way that the customer is looking at them and think, oh, I better put another scoop in, which is true because you feel that pressure. And we shouldn't because like... If you're working there, it's just like, fuck off. This is how you make it. But you do that. Now, let's not forget. I told you guys this to, to kind of give you an idea because we talk about food cost and portion control at restaurants. Remember when I told you about working at Subway? And a lot of people freak out about this as well. But if you if you want to be a good manager and have good profits, because Let's be honest, guys, that's what it's all about when you have any sort of company. It's all about how can I be profitable so I can keep the doors open so I can still have these employees to pay, right? And still serve the customers, right? Subway, a six-inch sub, gets three pickles, three olives. That's it. A foot long, six pickles, six olives, etc. Now, when it comes to lettuce, it's there's a certain amount. I can't remember. I, tom- tomatoes might be two and four. I can't remember. Something like that. Here's the thing. If you couldn't see what Chipotle or a Subway does, and they just presented to you what you ordered, you would still eat it, and you wouldn't fucking care. But this guy thinks he knows because he's, he's used to you know seeing people get pressured into adding more meat or whatever. And he's just like, oh no, that's not right. The the th- I knew it back then that like when you when you have like an online order, yeah, everybody was like super particular. Because here's the thing, food costs. Like I said, each week when you're doing when you're doing inventory and cra- uh, you know crunching your numbers and stuff, and you're like, guys, we're way over on steak. We really got to be por- watching our portions. And 
they would always say the same thing. But like, oh, God, I know, but I just feel like a jerk giving that to them. Here's the thing. They're still going to fucking eat it, and it's still a lot of food. You're basically saying people are freaking out over like four extra pieces of steak or chicken or whatever. It, it's funny that, that this guy's trying to slam Chipotle. Chipotle did nothing wrong. And while I hate Subway, I do under, I don't hate them, hate them. I just don't think they're as good as, as advertised. But I do understand why they do three pickles, three olives, et cetera, stuff like that, because it's just like you're still getting the flavor of it in there. We think we need more, but we don't actually need more. It's it's a it's a mind game. If you if you see a whole bunch on there, you'll be like, oh, it's gonna taste so much better. But if you if you put the right amount on there, it tastes the same. So people need to just mind their shit and just let the people make their food. Fuck, man. <sighs> people are dicks. A two-year-old uh, toddler in Turkey was playing with a snake. In its front yard. Yeah, and why wouldn't she be playing with a snake in her front yard? (laughs) What normal two-year-old doesn't do that? Oh, my God. It's turkey. Whatever. They they are tougher out there than I ever would be. Anyway, so this two-year-old, again, that's tougher than me, is playing with with a snake. And all of a sudden, the snake bit her on the lip. So the two-year-old gets all pissed off and be like, motherfucker, no, you did not. And then so she grabs the snake and fucking chomps the shit out of it and just like and just bites the snake back. (laughs) Meanwhile, I think it was the dad was inside. I was oblivious to what was going on. And the neighbors, thankfully, saw rushed over, grabbed the snake out of her mouth, (laughs) like drop it, drop the snake. No, no, no. No, no bite snake. Anyway, so they grab the snake out of her mouth and they beat the shit out of it and kill it. Take her to the hospital. She's fine. Apparently, it might have been like a, I don't know if they have them over there, but equivalent to like a, a gardener snake, non-venomous snake. So she was fine. But man, <laughs> what the fuck? It's, she's two. I'm trying to remember back when my kids were two. What kind of mentality does a two-year-old have? I think that's, I guess that's fair. If she was like seven and she grabbed the snake and put her, put her in her mouth, I'd be like, what the fuck? We got to put a lock on her door. Because <laughs> I put a lock on her door, put a lock on my door. Because that kid is nuts. Fucking wild. <laughs> what would you do that? Be like, do you have a fucking snake in your mouth? Huh? Huh? Man, that kid's all balls. Holy shit. Eating snakes. My son asked me the other day if I've ever ate a snake. I have not. My dad, who passed away in 84, used to be like this great outdoorsman. And one of the things he would do, I guess he'd go for months up in the mountains and just live off the land and all this shit. And if whether it was squirrel or snakes or whatever, or beetles or what, he would eat it to survive. I don't have that gene. I don't like camping. I don't like being around bugs and all that. So I've never had snake. I hear, I think it's the fort in Colorado. I've never been to the fort. I've always heard amazing things about it. I hear they have rattlesnake. Possibly even the Buckhorn Exchange in Denver 
might have rattlesnake. I want to try it one of these days. What's the weirdest thing you've ever ate? The weirdest thing I've ever ate is Rocky Mountain oysters. And that's bull testicles, which actually weren't that bad. I was very surprised on that. You just, they taste like calamari. But anyway, so let me know. What's the weirdest thing you've ever fucking ate? You can send that in part of the episode 200 coming up to huffoncensored.gmail.com and I'll respond to those coming up on episode 200. Hey, we've got more headlines coming your way, but first, summer is here and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. That's awesome. Awesomely insane. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Did you know they deliver? They do. And they also do curbside pickup. That's available for you. And they have online wine education classes. It's just awesome over at Total Beverage. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. Hey, everybody. It's Alia, and you're listening to my dad's podcast, The Huff Uncensored. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Love it. Anyway, uh, yeah, she is a potty mouth. <laughs> I tell you what, that's my daughter. Anyway, she didn't really cuss. She didn't really cuss. Braden Wallach, I'm probably saying his last name, Wallach, is the C. I'm saying his name wrong. I'm, I'm confident of that. Is the CEO of Hypersocial, a company that specializes in optimizing LinkedIn posts. Kind of a lame job, but whatever. Well, because it's a, a lame job, he had to lay off a bunch of employees, then posted a picture of himself crying along with this little bit of info. I'm not going to read all of it, just a little bit of this, okay? This is what he wrote. This will be the most vulnerable thing I'll ever share. I've gone back and forth whether to post this or not. We just had to lay off a few of our employees. My heart is broken. I added that part. Uh... I've seen a lot of layoffs over the past few weeks on LinkedIn. Most of those are due to the economy or whatever other reason. Ours, it is my fault. Okay. And then he says, I made a decision in February and stuck with that decision far, far too long. Now I know my team will say that we made that decision together, but I led us into it. And because of those failings, I had to do, I had to do today the toughest thing I have ever had to do. We'll always be uh, people first business and blah, 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 blah. Okay. I get it. Being a manager sucks at times. You have to make a lot of hard decisions. You're not Mr. or Mrs. Popular when you're a manager. You shouldn't be Mr. or Mrs. Popular. You have to do tough things. Sometimes you make good decisions. Sometimes you make bad decisions. That's life. 
But don't sit there and post a fucking picture of your sad eyes. Oh, my eyes are filled with tears because I just had to lay people off. I don't want to fucking hear it. Do your fucking job. Move on. Eat a dick, Braden. Come on. I don't care that you had to lay people off. It sucks. But don't sit there and try to be get the sympathy card towards you. Your employees are the ones that are screwed because you just fucked them over, like you said, by bad decisions. If you fucked up and you had to lay people off, there's other ways you can combat that. And I'm not saying it's a popular decision, and I'm not saying that I would do the same thing, but there's ways that if you had to lay off a few employees, guess what? Maybe you take a pay cut. Maybe you don't get a bonus this year. Quit fucking trying to be the victim in this. And, and, and there, there's some people out there that are praising him, be like, oh, at least he's being honest. Look at him. He's a good guy. He didn't want to do that. Yeah, but he probably could have kept those people on. You don't need to post a fucking picture that you just laid people off. All you come across as Braden is an asshole that's trying to take a, that's trying to be the victim. Oh, God, I didn't want to do this. Guys, hug me. Absorb me. By the way, this is good publicity for the company. Don't think that that's not in the back of his head or possibly even the front of his head. Right? This is good publicity for his company. I just think it's tacky that he would, uh, guys, I I am a wreck. I just had to lay off a, a whole bunch of people. It's my fault. I'm taking accountability. Yeah, good for you. You, you take an accountability. But I just don't buy it. Don't buy it. I just think that's that's a shit thing to do. I don't... If anything, what you should be doing is just like, here are those people's resumes. Okay, here we go. This person, great employee. You know, and fully endorse them and help them get another job. Oh, you're not going to do that, are you? Braden, you dick. Hey, speaking of dick, did you see Tommy Lee, the former drummer, or maybe he's still a drummer, posted a full frontal nude pic of himself on Instagram? And people are furious because it took over five hours before it was pulled down from the platform. And what's crazy is uh, a lot of times that women will post things on Instagram they don't even have to have a full nipple out and it'll get removed within minutes. It happens to me all the time. I try to show my nipples off and then like, boom, <laughs> removed. But it is kind of disgusting. It's like, what? nobody wants to see a dick. Okay, I'm sorry. You just, even if you like dick, you don't want to see a dick. It's gross. Women are beautiful. I'm sorry. Guys are just gross. We're gross. We're disgusting. But it's it I, I'm curious of how do they have they must have software that scans for this. And I know he has a giant hog, whatever. I don't maybe they just didn't believe that that's what it was. They're <laughs> like, is that a oh, it's a foot long sub. Well be damn. It's a food, it's it's just a food post <laughs> or something. I don't understand it how that got by. So if it has software, if Instagram has software that scans the posts for inappropriate things, how did this get by it? Or is it because nobody reported it? 
because I know I've had people report shit on me and it's just like, that's not even inappropriate. Fuck off. So it, it is, it is interesting that it did. They did that. It's kind of a double standard, but let's be honest, guys. What would you rather see? Whether you're attracted to men or women, which would you rather see on uh, uh, social media? Now, listen, I'm not saying, uh, I don't want the standard, I don't want to see any of it. No, you have to make a choice. Gun to your head, you have to make a choice, okay? It's not a real gun. But would you rather see a nipple of a woman or a ward out rock star's dong? Which one would you rather see? A uh, uh, nipple of a woman, worn out dong. Mm, not the dong. Not the dong. Sorry. Ah, oh, people are weird. You know what? You're weird too. Okay, don't don't think I don't know this. You're listening to this. Obviously, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> hey, episode two hundred is right around the corner. And I'm very excited. I want you to be a big part of the, the episode, too. So email me at dehuffoncensor.gmail.com. Some of your favorite moments or topics from the pod. Maybe you have a story you've always wanted to share with me or with just the world. Please, I already got some. I got one from Paul. Paul sent me one the other day. Can't wait to get to that. I'm, I'm saving them. I got, a, I got a little stash of good stuff coming your way. So send it along to me. To huffuncensored at gmail.com. Like I said uh, earlier uh, in a few episodes ago, I, I went out to Broncos. I got some interviews that I'm going to share with you guys just for the podcast. Had some fun with some of the guys out there. So I can't wait to share them with you. And you could be a part of all that. And it's exciting. I don't know how long the episode's going to go. I, I'm shooting from the hip a little bit on it. And I listen, if, if we get 100 million fucking things, I'm not going to read them all. But if, if I get like 100 great stories, shit, we, it's going to be exciting. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it, but keep sending them to me. I love it. You guys are crazy. Whether it's a weird op- observation, it could be a serious story. I don't care. I just want to hear from you. And I love hearing from you guys because you're the ones that keep this afloat. And I really, truly appreciate it. Again, send me an email to huffoncensored at gmail.com. If you can, put in the subject line, episode 200. That way I know exactly uh, what that is. And I don't delete it and think, God, this is another spam thing. I don't need Viagra. And I'm not going to give money to somebody in another country. I'm not going to do it. But if you say episode 200, even if it gets sent into the spam email, I check those just to make sure. Um, uh, And then, yeah, we'll be good to go. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. I really, truly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.